Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 533. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, a little bit different. I want to try my best to mindfully, logically, and from my own male experience to decode, to translate what men mean when they say certain things, what men say versus what they mean, what men say versus what they mean. And and the reason I want to do this um, is not to even remotely start a conversation about, you know, men versus women or anything like that, but rather because in life, we tend to realize a lot of things after the fact. When faced with some of the lines I'm going to reference here, in the moment, hearing we should hang out soon, being asked, why are you single? Or hearing, I'm not looking for a relationship. In the moment, in response to those, we go to this default mode. We hear those things and we don't react from a place of clarity, right? And more often than not, after the fact, we find that clarity. But in the moment, we're just a little bit gullible or we're a bit too reactive, one or the other. But again, afterwards, we're like, well, that was dumb. After we fire up the group chat, we find clarity. After we sit down calmly and rationally, we find clarity. So the purpose of this episode is to put a couple of key phrases in your back pocket that a lot of times men say so that the next time you hear them, you're armed with more clarity so you don't go into default reaction mode. And if you're a man listening to this, this is definitely applicable to you as well. Give you some insight into why maybe you're resorting to saying these things where you say one thing but mean another. And so really what I hope to arm you with here is empathy. Empathy. Not acceptance. Not acceptance of some of the real meanings behind these phrases. Not allowing yourself to be strung along by them. But empathy, meaning you understand where they're coming from. You understand where they're coming from. The why behind these things. And by doing this, we avoid our default mode response, which is either one of two things. It's either some kind of 
you know, vitriol egged on by the internet. Oh, all men lie. Don't believe anything men say at face value or the opposite. It's some kind of denial. Oh, he says he doesn't want a relationship. Well, that just means I need to convince him, right? We tend to go to one of those two camps. The internet told me all men are this way or some kind of, I need to convince him otherwise, right? So through this, I hope you to find a new approach to these statements. That's an approach from a place of empathy because empathy is power. It really is. Empathy means you know where they are coming from. And when you know that, you can just react to the facts, not the assumptions, not the supposed tos, not some templatized response that does nothing for you, just the facts, just clarity all for you. So I've got like a list of five or six statements here that I think are really common. I've heard them time and time again, particularly from men. I've said them myself when I was younger, and I'm just going to give like three minutes each from my perspective. Again, that's a perspective of a straight man on what I've learned. They really mean what he says versus what he means. So the first is this, what does a man mean when he says we should hang out sometime? We should hang out sometime. Translation I want to go out with you, plain and simple. However, (laughs) however, we should hang out sometime followed by nothing actually means I'm interested, but just not that interested. So translation 2.0, we should hang out sometime really means I'm not that interested because the reality is when a guy really wants something, you know, for the most part, shyness aside, hesitation aside, fear of rejection aside, for the most part, when a guy determines that he wants something, he's decided he wants it, he doesn't want to miss out on it. He turns on like man mode, (laughs) alpha mode, take charge mode. And when that's on, he's not going to let someone slip away because of a half-assed vague statement like, let's hang out sometime. No, he's going to want to lock you in so you can't move on, right? Not in a (laughs) predatory way, but he's not going to want to run the risk of some other guy swooping in and, you know, getting you. Truly, men are competitive. And if a guy really wants to take you out and get to know you, that's what he's going to ask for. I'd love to take you out. How's Friday? How's Saturday? No, how's Tuesday coffee? No. Okay. How about I just call you to chat sometime this week? Anything, but never just sometime followed by nothing. Specifics, action. And not just because this sounds romantic and like a man taking charge and, and chivalry and all the things that are kind of glamorized in culture, but because of instinct and because of honesty When a man wants something, he's not going to want to run the risk of letting it slip away because of passiveness or vagueness. So if a guy tells you we should hang out sometime, okay, that's great. But what you're really looking for is the tail end of that. And that will translate the statement for you. If he says nothing, no specifics, no suggestion of a date, no when are you free? Well, that means he's interested, but not that interested. Let him be. We should hang out sometime followed by How about Friday? How about Saturday? How about any day that works for you? Because I don't want to miss out on the chance to get to know you. That is a different story. And that is the translation you're looking for. So that's the first phrase I've heard a lot of men say. Next up, a true classic, the phrase, my ex was crazy, or the the double whammy, all of my exes were crazy, or whatever, some variation of that. My ex was too much. My ex was the problem. They were the reason it ended, and so on and so on. So this is translating any variation of my ex was the problem. What does that really mean? Now, the internet loves to do this thing, of course, where if a man says my ex was crazy, then the internet says, well, that's true because he made her crazy. And 
I don't know. Sure, that maybe that is true. Likely is sometimes, but we'll never know. We'll never know who was crazy, who wasn't. If crazy is the right word, we'll never know what happened. And frankly, it's not our job to know that. It's our job to hear a statement like my ex was crazy and to approach it with empathy that says, why would he say that? Why would he adopt that point of view, whether it's true or not? Why would he want me to believe that? That is the clarity we're seeking because the minute we allow him and we go down the path of him rationalizing that statement or, you know, going further with supporting evidence or getting sucked into story time mode and his point of view, we really lose sight of the plot. The plot, the translation of my ex was crazy, it comes down to why does he want me to believe that? Why does he want me to believe that his ex was crazy? And from my experience and what I've learned from life and the homies are, are two things. First, men see their relationships from their point of view. Duh, but it's an important line to draw. Men see their ex from their point of view. And no matter what happened to end their relationship, the post-relationship clarity will always be from his point of view. And when it's always his point of view, it's very easy to go into she was crazy mode. And more often than not, the real reason behind someone saying my ex was crazy is to get the power dynamic back to him. Not necessarily in an evil, manipulative way, but in a human way. Men want the upper hand back for themselves and for others. To be able to look themselves in the mirror and say they weren't the problem, it was their ex. No one wants to be the problem. <laughs> no one wants to be labeled the problem or crazy or the jerk or the reason why it ended. So the easy solution is give that label to the other person. Give it to the person who doesn't have a voice in this conversation. My ex was the problem. My ex was crazy. To, to men, it communicates in their minds that they were a good partner. They're single because of their ex, not them. So important to, to think about here. It's a, they're trying to reflect themselves in a good way by saying they're single because of their ex, not them. So that's my translation. My ex was crazy, aka we didn't see eye to eye aka I don't want to be the quote loser here so I'll gain the upper hand and keep my record clean and say she was end of story and do with that what you will see it as human nature understand that no one wants to be seen as the bad guy and so we naturally adopt this winner and loser mentality or if you want see it as something more nefarious you know if, if he would say this about her what would he say about me it's up to you um, but then, you know, couple that with other behaviors that you notice and come up with your own conclusion. But that's my translation there. And next up is the all-time classic, you deserve better than me. You deserve better than me. And the short and simple translation is this. When he tells you, you deserve better than me, he means it. He means it. You do deserve better than him. And he's saying it because it sounds good. It sounds noble. It sounds vague. And the opposite of it, getting into the details of why he doesn't like you, why he doesn't see compatibility with you, that would be hurtful for no reason. So that's it. Nothing to overthink here. He means that you do deserve better than him. And he's using this phrase as a catch-all. It's noble in a sense, I suppose. He doesn't want to hurt your feelings unnecessarily by truly telling you the reason he doesn't want more with you. You know, he's cho choosing instead the classic line and he's calling it a day. So you could see it that way, or you could be frustrated and, you know, be upset that he's not more honest. That's up to you. But that is what it means. It means you do deserve better. And that's all you need to know. 
as, as much as guys are villainized a lot, most kind, aware, you know, socially aware men, they don't want to hurt someone's feelings unnecessarily. And if it's been a couple dates and he's decided he doesn't want more with you specifically, you know, it's tempting. Of course, we get it to go to the land of vagueness and cliche to avoid that. And you deserve better than me hits the nail on the head. It's complimentary of you. It puts you on a higher level. It kind of gets him off the hook without having to be specific. So that's Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. That one. Next up is any variation of I just got out of a relationship. Any variation of I don't know if I'm ready for more right now. What does that really mean? What he says versus what he means. Now, this one's a little bit tricky and could obviously mean a couple of things, but if I were to translate it broadly to one translation, I would say I just got out of a relationship means I'm looking for someone with no strings attached, where if I decide I want more, I'll get more, and if I don't, I won't. And this is the most most scathing translation of this episode, but I took a step back and, and thought about this from my perspective. The real reason a man says this is to poke the bear to see how the bear reacts, to see what kind of leniency they can get with that person, to hopefully get a, oh, you're not ready for a relationship? That's fine. Let's just be chill. No labels. Let's see where this is going. To get the no boundaries vibe he wants. It's a test. 
It's a test because otherwise, if a man with self-awareness, with maturity, with self-control truly did just get out of a relationship and truly doesn't know if he's ready, then he wouldn't be wishy-washy. He might be testing the water, sure, but he would either get in or get out. He would say, yes, this is worth trying or no, it's not. None of this middle ground bullshit, (laughs) frankly. So, you know, I found that this is, is less of a statement I don't know if I'm ready. I just got out of a relationship. It's more, it's less of a statement. It's more of a question to you to see how you react. A test. Do you react with, oh, okay, well, then let's not waste our time. Boom, over. Or do you react with, that's okay. Let's just, let's just see where it goes. The latter is the perfect scenario for a situationship that he likely wants. It's a test to see where the line is with you. And of course, this isn't the only translation for this, but I've found it to be the most frequent and the most honest. Sure, he could be the exception and could be saying he wants to go slow, but he is intentional and he is looking for something serious. Yes, that is possible. But for the most part, he's looking for you to make the decision. He wants to see your reaction. So I say, make your decision. Stop thinking from his point of view. Stop thinking from his point of view. What is your point of view? Do you want slow and ambiguous and see what happens? Or do you want intentional, not necessarily fast, but intentional and honest from the beginning? That's the question for you that you need to answer for yourself. So that's that. And maybe two more here. And uh, I would add, actually, I would add to that. It's a similar translation for I'm not the relationship type or I'm not looking for a relationship. A little more pointed than I don't know if I'm ready. What does that mean? What does it mean if he says I'm not looking for a relationship? What's the translation there? Well, obvious, it means I'm not into you. (laughs) I want to see what I can get away with, but I'm not into you completely. End of story. Similar to the one before the last one, it's an easy way to let you down by making it about him. He's the issue. It's his perspective. It's his commitment issues. But it kind of leaves a little crack in the door for you to react to that statement. Be a win-win for him if you said that's okay, because he doesn't hurt your feelings, but he still has you on the hook. We're not going to have a relationship, but we can still hook up. I want to keep my options open, but we can still hook up. So plain and simple, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not the relationship type. Believe him. (laughs) End of story. No theatrics, no convincing, no anger. Just thanks for the clarity. I am looking for a relationship. So bye. And I'll do one more here. Just one last one. Uh, And this one I've found throws a lot of people, uh, women in particular, You know, it's when a guy asks a woman, why are you single? For some reason, this really throws people. It's like kind of like as triggering as how much do you weigh or how much money do you make? But I don't think we need to react to it with so much emotion. Why are you single translates to let's talk about what we have in common. Make me feel good about myself for being single as well. That is what I've found. It's a pretty practical translation of this. Men ask this question, why are you single? as a grounding exercise, as a let's get on the same page exercise. I don't think there's often anything nefarious about it. Sure, maybe he's feeling a bit insecure about being single himself. And asking this question levels the playing field. It's not an attack on you. You're both single. And of course, there might be an element here of, wow, you seem great. You, You seem hot. You seem funny. You've got everything going on. What's the catch? I can get that too, right? Let's be honest. That's human nature. It's human nature to be a bit cynical in a world where there's a lot of superficial people and apps and and flakiness. But again, it's not about you. (laughs) Why are you single is not about you. 
neither of those translations are about you. In fact, they're both about him and how he's likely feeling a bit insecure. He's insecure, not in a let's attach his fragile male ego because it's insecure kind of way, but just human insecurity, right? Maybe he's feeling overly insecure because he's single and that is how he finds common ground there. So don't take it any further than it needs to go. Don't add any meaning to it that's not there. So that's the last one I'll do here. I'll end this a little longer episode, but I hope this was helpful. I hope it arms you with empathy. Empathy is power. Empathy is clarity, and it's the clarity you need to make decisions for you by understanding them. So that's it. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you share this episode with a friend, send them the link, tell them I do episodes twice a week. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.